Welcome to the Inspire Mom Life Podcast. I'm your host, Francis Vitakovic, and here you will find simple yet effective strategies to help you finally get out of your own way and achieve all those big and small goals that you've been dreaming about. Because this is it, my friend. When it comes to life, there is no rewind or pause button that exists. They say that the way that you spend your days is the way that you spend your life. So my one and only goal here is to help you stop wasting your time, stop holding yourself back, stop experiencing non-stop negative mind chatter, stop just dreaming without doing, and instead, start living life with more purpose, courage, focus, and intention. So if you're with me here today, it's time to get off the hamster wheel for good, put your hands back on that steering wheel, and finally start living life in a way that you won't later regret. So are you ready to join me in creating an inspiring life for yourself? If so, let's dive on in. Hello and welcome to the Inspiring Mom Life Podcast. This is your host, Francis Vitikovic, and today we're going to be chatting about how to stop arguing about the dumb stuff and the big stuff. In a nutshell, I want you to spend less time arguing with your loved ones in 2024, because I promise you, when your home life is very cohesive and very calm, it enables you to go out and achieve your goals with so much more ease. Because I don't know about you, like if, but if you've ever been embroiled in an argument, in a disagreement, in a fight with someone that you care for, it does impact your life. You can't even go off and focus on anything else because you're so like caught up in this drama. And I want this drama to end for you today because this is definitely not the sort of life that you want for yourself to be fighting all the time with your loved ones. You want to get along with your loved ones. And the way to do it is to stop arguing. Okay, so if you're tired of a constant fighting, Hopefully you've listened to the other episode, which is all about the most common fights that we have with our partners. And hopefully you've pinpointed one or two things, maximum three, that you consistently fight about. So we're going to use strategies in today's episode and then apply it to the things that you commonly fight about. And now you will know moving forward exactly what you need to do. Okay, so before we begin, I think it's really important to note that I don't think there's a person in the world who genuinely loves having a fight with someone they love. Like, of course, like you might appreciate a healthy debate. My gosh, we have debates all the time in our home, but an argument is a completely different thing, especially when it's heated and when it leads to one or both parties feeling, you know, very strong negative emotions, like in particular anger. If you're walking away from a conversation and someone is really angry, chances are you had an argument or at least one person considers it to be an argument. So how do you stop arguing? How do you stop an argument? Is it even possible for one person to stop an argument when the other person is intent on staying pissed off? Well, in an ideal world, both parties would actively work together towards a resolution and do their best to maintain a healthy communication style. But I want to let you know that it's definitely possible for one person to change the dynamics of that conversation. Even if one person just does the heavy lifting, heavy argument, ending lifting, it's still possible to minimize the amount of arguments you are having with your loved ones and moving and steering that conversation over to something which is more constructive and which just feels healthier. So here's how to stop arguing. Number one thing that you need to do is take a pause. When you notice that a conversation is going in a direction that you do not want it to be heading, let's just say you are pissed off and your loved one is pissed off and consequently your emotions are running high. The best place to start is just by taking a pause, take a deep breath, take a short break. When you step away from the situation, just to cool off, you have the opportunity to gather your thoughts, to regain composure. This, these little moments, just these tiny little moments are opportunities for you to tame the fire. Just like it takes two to tango, it takes two people to turn a little fight, a little flicker of a flame into a massive fire. Okay. So you can prevent argument from escalating further. So that was step number one, take a pause. And remember, like you can be the mature one when it comes to this argument. Okay. You don't have to wait for the other person to 
take a pause. You take a pause first. Step number two is practice active listening. So when you're embroiled in an argument, are you actually hearing what the other person is trying to tell you? Are you so focused instead on your words, your perspective, your interpretation, how you are always right? Now I have to say, sometimes I do always think I'm right. And that's why I have to remind myself, stop pause. Is it possible that the other person has a reason for why they're feeling so passionate about their point of view? And what is their point of view? Like in order for you to increase your chances of ending that argument, make sure that you're actively listening to the other person's perspective. Okay. So often we close ourselves off and we literally do not hear what they're saying, but I want you to open your ears up. Listen, don't you want to know what the thoughts are that they're thinking inside their own head? Don't you want to know how they've come to rationalize or come to certain conclusions? Like get curious, give them the opportunity to express themselves with you you interrupting them reflect on what they're actually saying the words that they're actually saying even if it conflicts with your own personal view just listen before responding step number three is express your feelings calmly so this is where you need to understand that you have the option to calm yourself down now you can be angry if you want to but when you express anger you also have opportunity to do it calmly so when it's your turn to speak i recommend that you express your feelings using i statements this is how i feel focusing your own emotions your own experiences rather than placing blame on the other person you can say this is my perspective this is how i see it okay you're keeping it all the onus on you. The conversation be exactly the same, but when you approach it from a space of calm, this can help create a more open and non-confrontational environment. Now, my son always used to say to me, whenever I was like annoyed when they were younger, it's like, you can say the same words, but just say it in a kinder, quieter, normal voice. Okay, you don't have to raise your voice to get your point across. And he was a hundred percent right about, okay, he was a wise old kid, like an old man trapped in a child's body even when he was young he was 100% right you can say the same words you don't have to yell point number four or step number four is to try to find common ground so are you and your loved one really so different or is there a chance that you might view some things from the same perspective so when it comes to whatever argument you are having can you find areas of agreement or common ground like of course like you do think differently from each other because you're both different obviously but take a moment to see if you can actually find shared goals shared values that both of you guys can agree on so find commonality it's going to help you shift the focus from conflict to collaboration and will peacefully end the argument. Now for step number five, avoid negative language. My gosh, that's like the quickest way to escalate an argument. We all know that some words are like weapons. They shoot straight through the heart. And obviously you want to do your best to refrain from using harsh or accusatory language. Okay, you cannot get those words back once they are said. So just think what you're saying before you say your words and be mindful too of your tone and choose your words that actually convey your thoughts without escalating tension. Okay, so you can still say what you need to say, but just think about the way that you're saying it. Can you say the words without raising your voice? Can you convey the same sentiments without losing your call? Avoid making personal attacks or bringing up past grievances. Okay, that's definitely going to lead to no good. Step number five, see if you can use humor to diffuse tension. Humor is probably the best way to effectively lighten the mood and break tension. So what can you do to lighten the mood? How can you diffuse that ticking time bomb that is an escalating argument? Just be cautious not to be smart arsey or use sarcasm, okay? Because that's just going to lead to more problems. So can you lighten the mood without being a smart ass? And it might just involve you saying, my gosh, like we are taking this way too seriously. Let's, you know, take it down a notch. Let's take a break. I really do love you. And if we can't agree, that's okay. Okay, we're just going to let it go. Step number seven, focus on solutions rather than blame. So instead of dwelling on who's right or wrong, okay, you can have a massive debate there. Shift to focus on finding solutions to the underlying issues. Now, I love this approach. Okay, you can say the words, 
Okay, it's obvious that we don't agree here. What are we going to do next? How can we end this conversation without both of us being pissed off at each other? Okay, just that one sentence is going to lead to you collaborating on ways to address the problem together and hopefully nip it in the bud. Number eight, step number eight is taking responsibility. Like if you recognize that you've contributed to this argument, the adult thing to do is just to take responsibility for your part, acknowledge any mistakes or any misunderstandings. And if necessary, apologize, just say, I'm sorry. You know, that's actually the quickest way to end an argument. I'm sorry. Let's move on. I'm sorry. Let's put this to rest. I'm sorry. We don't need to chat about this anymore. I'm genuinely sorry if your feelings were hurt by my words. Okay. That was not my intention, etc. Step number nine, establish boundaries. So before you even get into an argument, I think it's really important that you've clearly communicated your boundaries and expectations for the conversation. Even if you just communicated it to yourself, like you need to know what your boundaries are because they're for you and you alone. So for example, you might want to walk into any conversation and know that, you know, I'm not going to take abuse. I refuse to sit there and be yelled at. I'm going to walk away if I start to feel uncomfortable. These are super clear boundaries. So decide in advance and establish your boundaries ahead of time. This is going to help ensure that the discussion remains really respectful and productive. And if it doesn't, like if it goes down a road that you don't like, you know what you need to do. Remove yourself from the situation. Now for step number 10, seek a compromise. Like the goal of an argument isn't to convince the other person that you're right and they're wrong. Okay. Most people think that this is what we should be doing, which is why most arguments keep on going on forever. But the goal is instead to find a middle ground where both parties can still feel respected and satisfied. In other words, be open to a compromise. Compromise just involves mutual concessions that feels like a win-win to both parties. And honestly, like the goal is to walk away from an argument or a disagreement feeling as if you've been heard, your opinion has been respected. And that is the key to resolving a conflict, just having that healthy balance of a compromise. Okay. You don't have to agree. You can agree to disagree and then move on. And now for the final tip that I have to offer you. So this is like especially useful if you've walked away from an argument and you are brewing on it and you're like, I feel like never, ever, ever speaking to that person again. I'm so pissed off, etc. This is where I recommend that you consider a third party. So if you've had an argument that's persisting and dragging on forever, just involve a neutral third party, whether it's a trusted friend or someone that can just give you an outside perspective. Because when you do this, when you check in on someone, so this is after the conversation has had, after you've had your argument, just be open to hearing someone from the outside, like an outside perspective opinion. So the outside person, outside friend might offer you a few golden nuggets that might lead to you resolving the conflict in a really simple manner. They might say, you know, it's not really worth arguing about. I can see how in their weird twisted way, they might believe that to be true. And that's okay. They're allowed to have their own opinion. You don't have to agree. But in the end, just remember, it is okay to disagree with your loved ones. We're all going to have fights. We're going to have them often potentially. But what really matters, what it all comes down to is how you handle those disagreements. That is crucial for maintaining healthy relationships. I've always said to my kids, you guys are going to have fights. Okay. It's normal. It's not, the goal isn't to have a family that never has an argument, never has a debate, never has a disagreement, but instead it's how are you planning to resolve them? Okay. This is less last part is the most important part of the equation. And so just be open to resolving your disagreements in a really healthy manner. A healthy conversation and a healthy argument is not going to leave you both feeling pissed off. So be open to seeing if you can communicate with others in a more effective manner, this willingness to like argue more effectively. So it's not saying that you can never have a fight, but just arguing more effectively, it's going to contribute to you consistently resolving those conflicts that you have in a positive and constructive manner. That's the goal. The goal isn't to never have a disagreement, never have a debate. It's to have those conversations. And if a conflict arises, you know exactly what you need to do to resolve it. And that is it, my friend. Okay 
okay? This has been an important episode for me to record for you because it's one of those things that we don't often speak about. The fact that when we argue with our loved ones, it negatively impacts our entire life. And I don't want you to be focused on that this year. I want you to know how to argue effectively and then move on so you can focus on all the other amazing goals that you are going to be chasing and achieving this year in 2024. And remember, like if you want to take this work deeper to the deepest, deepest level that will totally transform your life, make sure to check out my website, inspiringmomlife.com and then go to the shop tab and choose a course that you think is going to be helpful for you and then get to work and implementing those strategies. Because I always say that those courses that I have created, rather than you having to sign up for a one-on-one expensive life coach, I share all my very best coaching strategies in those courses. It's almost like having a life coach on demand, a life coach that you can check into often every single day if you need to, to support you on your journey. That's it, my friend, for today's episode. Take care and I will catch you in the next one. Thank you so much for listening to the Inspiring Mom Life podcast. I really appreciate you allowing me to be a part of your life. If you'd like to stay in touch, please know that you can always find me on Instagram at inspiringmomlifexo or you can visit my website inspiringmomlife.com where you'll find all my online courses, resources and programs that I've created to help you uplevel your life in seriously the simplest way possible. My goal is for you to ultimately create for yourself a life that feels simpler, lighter and allows you to show up in a way that you love every single day as the best and most authentic version of yourself. Now remember, this podcast is not just about dreaming it's also about doing because to create true sustainable change you need to be willing to do things differently and that's what i'm here to help you do every single step along the way so that you can finally begin to live your one wildly precious life with less stress less overwhelm less drama and instead with zero regrets finally if this podcast resonates with you at all and you appreciate the content i'd absolutely love for you to show your support by leaving me a review i'm on a mission to help my mums wake up to the preciousness of life and to help them live their days with more intention and purpose and your review will help make this goal of mine possible if you haven't yet grabbed your free bundle of gifts from me you can do so at inspiringmomlife.com forward slash thank you once again thank you so much i've loved spending this time with you and i look forward to connecting with you again i'm francis vitikovic and you've been listening to the inspiring mom life podcast